The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Episode 319, Tips to Stop Shopping on Amazon. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And we are doing a listener request, but also kind of a personal interest piece on... How do we lessen our reliance on the big A, JeffBezos.com, Amazon? Mm, mm. How do we do it? <laughs> I don't know. Do I don't it? think you should ever say the big A again. No? Oh, sorry. Um, but it is, it's that towing that line between how do we shop responsibly, be conscious consumers, and then still not sacrifice a lot of the convenience that Amazon has provided for us. It's, I don't believe to be evil, but it is something we don't want to become reliant on just mindlessly. So let's check, reset, and be intentional with our per- with our purchases on Amazon. And that's what this episode is here for. Mm. Yes. yes, I'm here for it, too. We're Good. all here. Thanks, here we Jill. Are. Yep. Thanks. Something else we're here for is the sponsor this episode is brought to you by The Friend Letter. So we are always looking for the best ways to help you save money and spend better. Uh, if you follow me, Jen, or The Frugal Friends Instagram, you know we have been teasing something that we are really excited about. And we've been asking you guys to vote uh, to help us shape it. So this is the result of your votes. Drum roll, please. <laughs> it's called The Friend Letter. And it is our reimagined and redesigned newsletter. Ah! Uh, so we already have a super high open rate for our email. Uh, you guys seem to like it, but we know the value that email is. And so we want to make it even better. So we are redesigning it, reimagining it. And basically every week you're going to get the lowdown on where you can get free food, free promotions, possibly find free events in your area. We are going to give you a weekly money-saving challenge. So tips to save on one part of your budget uh, with a challenge to do something about it. And then also 
a mind hack or a life hack that will help you practice values-based spending. And so it's three emails a week. Those are the three emails and it is all for free. Uh, So our hope is that when you're in your inbox and you have the option of clicking like a store's marketing email, ours is going to be right there above it or below it. And you can click our email instead. So you know you'll be saving money instead of being tempted to spend it. So you can head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash friendletter all one word, friend letter, to save your inbox and save more money in just five minutes a day. I'm beyond excited about this. I really do think this is the best idea we've had yet. And it only took us a little over five years to get here. Right. But if you want free (laughs) and you want all of the tips I mean, the podcast is great, but this email, man, like you're going to know the days and the weeks of all of the free stuff. Like when is free Slurpee day? I don't know. I didn't even know that that was a thing. And now you do. And now you're going to know when the day is. You don't have to do your own research. We're here being your friends, writing you a letter, Mm -hmm. telling you about it. So there's no downside to this. And yes, we're just going to be pumping them out three times a week. Like when your friend texts you like, oh my gosh, I got this freebie here. You have to stop by here and get it. That is what this, that's what the friend letter is. It's a text in email form. So we're going back before (laughs) there were text messages where there were just emails from friends uh, telling you about how you can have free fun like every week and how you can like do a life hack to save money or control your spending. It is like that. And all of this is going to help you stop shopping at the big A or (laughs) other online retailers. But if you also want other tips on this area of spending and how to reduce or spend better, we've got episode 279, which is tips to avoid impulse spending. That one gets all of us. It gets the best Mm -hmm. of us. You all are the best, but I know we out here impulse spending every once in a while. So that one's going to help us understand a little bit more about why we do it and how to stop doing it. And we've also got episode 215, which is Creativity Over Consumerism with Miranda Anderson. That was one of my personal faves as an interview. I thought she had a really cool, creative perspective on how we engage with products and even ways to reduce, reuse, recycle. So check that one out, but also stay with us right now Mm. as we talk about tips to stop shopping on the big retailers mainly Amazon. <laughs> you're going to tell me not to call it the big A, but you're <laughs> and then I'm secretly falling in love yeah. with it. <laughs> All of that's the only thing you're going to call it from now on, the big yes. A. So in our headlines today, we're going to first talk about cutting back shopping on Amazon and then our second one is going to be alternatives. And this is not going so Amazon sells a million and one products. That's not like a number I read. I just made that up, but probably more. So it's not going to cover or solve every problem that we have with turning to Amazon. This is just something to spark your imagination to start getting creative with choosing, just checking out other options before immediately running to Amazon. That's kind of our, when we give maybe options for solutions, 
the mindset is always try it out. Go there first. Go to the better option for your wallet, better option for the environment, uh, whatever, and see if it works for you. And if it doesn't, like within a couple hours, days, weeks, whatever time frame you have, then you go to the mainstream big box sort of solution. Mm-hmm. We're not here to like villainize those. They serve a legitimate purpose. So these articles are kind of to help you get creative first. Yeah. And I I appreciate what you're describing, Jen, because I think that there's multiple reasons that people would come to this desire of wanting to reduce their shopping, their online mm-hmm. shopping, or particularly with the big retailers like Amazon, because of one impulse spending. So that's something because mm-hmm. the internet is accessible nearly everywhere. And so the ability to just one click buy is quite tempting and could lead to a lot of unnecessary things and possessions on our doorstep. But then also for these other reasons of sustainability. And even if you've got a desire to buy local or to yeah reduce, reuse, recycle, certainly mm-hmm. these big box stores can be the antithesis of that. So wherever you find yourself as your reason for cutting back, hopefully there's a tip here, but I think some tips address one reason more than another. So wherever you find yourself, let's talk about it. But this first article Mm -hmm. comes from Go and talks about six ways to cut back your online shopping at Amazon and other retailers. They give some kind of staggering numbers at the beginning of how much online shopping Americans do. Uh, It was about $1.03 trillion in online shopping in 2022. So we doing it. We out here. We're doing it. (laughs) So the first tip on here is to really, if we want to cut back, we want to know where we're starting. And that is by assessing how much you're spending. So I think sometimes we can imagine we've got a big problem with something, but then maybe come to find out, oh, but I'm not actually shopping here all that often, or it is a big problem or maybe even bigger than you thought, but at least get your bearings, lay the foundation for what is it that I'm spending here and to what degree do I want to cut back? Because if it's all just arbitrary, we're not actually going to see the fruits of our labor or know how to go about this. So take a look at your transactions. We would recommend over the last 90 days, how much online shopping are you doing? And how much of it is at these kind of big retailers? How much have you spent on Amazon? Let's let's get there first. That's going to be your first step. Yeah. And knowing that this article says that uh, Amazon Prime members spend between $51 and $100 a month on Amazon. Um, and 23% of Prime members spend more than $100 a month on the site. Uh, so that's in addition to the yearly $139 it costs to be a Prime member. So sometimes like you are paying for a lot of things when you're paying for a Prime membership. It's not just the free shipping, but knowing that it does it can lead to increased spending just because of, I don't know, maybe a sunk cost. Like I'm already paying for Prime. I might as well buy more from Amazon sort of mindset. Yeah. So the second tip on here is to 
leave it in the cart. And this is one that I use because I do not have Amazon Prime. Well, actually say that I'm actually accidentally on a 30-day free trial of Amazon Prime right now. Accidentally. So I had to buy something for bathroom renovation and I needed it here in a day. So Amazon was offering me a free trial and I took it because I really needed that thing fast. Um, and it, they'll offer me free trials of prime. Like it seems like once a year and, uh, but so yeah, I'm on, a, I'm on prime right now, but I've never paid for it. Uh, so I use this, leave it in the cart until I get to $25 in my cart method all the time, just for that. But they're saying, also, it gives you like a 48-hour rule uh, so that you can, if you want something, put it in the cart, wait a couple days, come back, and if you still want it, then maybe then you can get it. I would say there's definitely some hard work to be done in those 48 hours because sometimes I think I've done this and I can come back and be like, oh, yay, I waited 48 hours. I can reward myself with this thing that I didn't buy immediately. <laughs> so we don't want to do that. <laughs> And I can buy something else to treat myself. Right. To, to get to the $25. Um, yeah. So re don't do that to yourself. But yes, leaving it in the cart, giving yourself that 48 hours can be a useful tool to block impulse spending. Mm -hmm. And on the same train of impulse spending, this next tip is talking about how we can block shopping sites. I imagine this means you could just block any site that you would want to block. But mm -hmm. for example, if you use uh, Firefox to browse the web, you could use something called Leech Block. If you use Chrome, you can use an extension called Stay Focused. I'm sure there's others out there as well. But you can tell them specific sites that you don't want to be able to have access access to. So it's just another barrier to keep you from going on some of these sites that you know you may be more prone to spend money that you don't actually want to spend. And, and these are really training tools to hopefully get us to the point where we don't need kind of like this parent over us telling us, no, don't do that, but to just interrupt that initial trigger where we just find ourselves on these sites and we're scrolling, it interrupts that. And so this could be a mm -hmm. really great tool if you're in a debt payoff plan and you're really going hard at that and you really want to kind of eliminate all of these temptations, this could be something good. Not necessarily something I would recommend long term. I think these are great right. tools for a short amount of time when we are having a specific goal. But I don't think we always need or want to have our hands tied behind our backs, but to understand our impulsiveness more, to understand our spending habits more, and eventually get to that point where we don't need an external resource keeping us from it. But this could be a really great beginning step to keep us from these sites we know we are most prone to spend at. Yeah, because if you want to buy something, you're going to turn the extension off. It's not difficult to do. Uh, so these aren't fail safes. They're more like if you are prone to kind of just like 
mindless scrolling or just habitual heading to Amazon, then this can be something that kind of like stops you. It's a pattern interrupt almost. That's all it is. But obviously, if if you're destined and determined to buy something on a site, this isn't going to stop you. So yeah, for sure, a short-term kind of pattern interrupt tool. Next is to delete saved payment info. Again, not a fail-safe, but just a pattern interrupt. It's it's kind of like if you want it bad enough, will you get out of your chair and go get your card? For a lot of us who keep our cards on our phone, it's not a uh, as good of a pattern interrupt because these, these extensions um, for Chrome and Firefox, you can also get them on your um, as an app on your phone as well. I'm not sure what they're all called, but you can look for kind of stay focused type apps like apps for your phone. But yeah, this is just a pattern interrupt. I would recommend the shopping blockers, uh, apps and sites, probably more than this. And another kind of pattern interrupt is unsubscribe from retailer emails. You've heard us say this in the past. Really, it's kind of decluttering. What are these retail sites that you just don't need to be receiving emails from anymore? Or what are the ones that are really tempting to be? And I know there are some who will even send text messages when you maybe made a purchase and then ended up signing up and giving your phone number. So not only are they in our emails now, a lot of them are in our text messages, which is even more at the forefront for those of us who are kind of glued to our phones. And so clearing all of that clutter, literally hitting that unsubscribe button to keep those emails from finding their way into your inbox so that you're not, it's not this top of mind thing constantly as you go through your email. And instead, because we always know we have to replace habits with other things, replace those emails with the friend letter. Mm. slash friend letter. Yes. And unsubscribe from the other emails and only get the good, the good, juicy goods. Mm-hmm. And I love unroll.me, unroll me, that rolls up all of your subscriptions, like the ones that you do want to keep can roll those up into one daily email so that you only see them if you open that email. It's not just like you're heading in your email and you just inevitably see them by accident. So unroll me and the friend letter. Make your inbox (laughs) a safe space. Make it a safe space. Uh, And then the last one on this one, do some cleaning. One way to stop the urge to add to what you have is to go through what you already own. I loved this uh, because I wouldn't have thought of that, but it does make so much sense. And we say it all the time with decluttering, like you own what you need. You, You own it. You already own it. And so you can stop the urge to add to it if you go through what you own. Not even doing decluttering if you don't want to, just going through it and maybe like organizing. Uh, So if there's a storage closet or a junk drawer or something and you're tempted to uh, kind of go shopping on Amazon, impulse spending, put the phone down, put the laptop down and go to one of your drawers, like your, if you have a hot sauce drawer like me and, and just 
declutter it, organize it, clean your little hot sauce bottles and, uh, and yeah, do that instead. Mm -hmm. You'll cut down on the clutter in your home. Um, and you can be reminded of other things you've purchased that you haven't used and say, "Mm, I am no different now than I was the day I bought this. Uh, So it kind of puts (laughs) things into perspective. If your hands need something to do, fold the laundry. Don't, or don't, if you're Jen, play solitaire. I love folding the laundry while I'm watching TV because it is a chore you can do sitting down. Not many chores mm-hmm. give you such a benefit. Folding the laundry, this is though, true. that is a sit down, watch TV chore. Yeah, I would rather fold laundry than do dishes. So I'll give you that one. Yeah, but if you just want to be on your phone and you don't want to be shopping, play solitaire. Or clean up your pictures. Go through your pictures. I was just going to say that. Delete all your screenshots that you took for some reason. (laughs) Which they actually put those in a separate folder from all your other pictures. So you can literally just go to the screenshot folder and just start deleting things. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Where? You're going to have to tell me that later. This is good. I'm getting tips. I'm getting tips. Okay. All right. We're learning. Okay. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features, but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Let's continue learning with our second article from Green Citizen on the 20 best online thrift stores. Find the best secondhand deals online. So instead of giving you another big box alternative like Walmart, Target, which again, not evil, definitely serve a purpose. I shop online at, I have shopped online at all of those places. I get all of my groceries online at Walmart, but we want to introduce you to some online secondhand stores 
that you may have forgotten or may not be acquainted with that you could check out first before heading straight to Amazon? What did you think of these options? We're not going to go through all 20. No, God, no. Yeah. But what do you think, Jill? So great article. I'd recommend you go online to this article to learn what all of them are because there's there were so many that I did not learn know of, but mm-hmm. most of them are clothing sites. So just be aware of that. Or we will highlight the ones that aren't because I know that those can be harder to find. Lots of people out here selling clothing, which is great because we love buying clothing. We will love buying used, pre-owned, gently gently worn clothing. So that's great. <laughs> and the first one that stood out to me I did not know about is called Beyond Retro. It is a UK-based online thrift store, but they specialize in everything retro vintage clothing. So that represents the 60s all the way up to the 90s, which is great for all of us because we all love nostalgia and all of those decades are back, really. I mean, you can dress 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, and you are in, which is, you know, it's a great day to be alive. And if there's a particular decade that you really align with, you like wearing clothing from that time period, or you like clothing that looks like it's from that time period, you can actually get it and it be thrifted. It'd be kind of re giving it, giving it new life. So I like this one. I also like that they have a 14 day return window. That's what always concerns me about thrift stores or consignment shops. It can feel many do have policies that once you buy it, that's it. So I like that policy, especially when purchasing online, because we can never be quite sure. Is it going to work for me? Is it going to fit? So I thought that was a really nice return window. If you don't end up liking it when it comes to your door. Mm, Yeah. There's a lot of international options on here. So if you're uh, Europe-based or Canada-based, this article has a lot for you as well. My first, so it's a lot of clothing on here. So I'm going to pick as my first one, shopgoodwill.com because they have, obviously it's Goodwill. They have things other than clothing. So it's Goodwill, like what you are familiar with. So I'm seeing jewelry, musical instruments, shoes, all kinds of things. You can get collectibles, art, um, electronics, school things, games, and clothing. So if you are looking for something that is you would be happy to get at Goodwill, but you can't make a run to Goodwill, uh, I would stop here first. Oh, I'd stop here second. My next one is actually going to be my first pick. But Jill, (laughs) yes, my next pick is Patagonia Worn Wear. I like this for multiple reasons. I do really like Patagonia. The only Patagonia I own is from the thrift store or hand-me-down from a friend, but I like the brand. I like their efforts towards sustainability. I their products are really good and long lasting. But I also really like this one because I find that I will spend more on some of these staple pieces of clothing or before a trip. So Patagonia is outdoor gear. So this is where you're going to find your, your hiking, your cold weather, 
attire. And that is often where I find I will spend the most. Usually I'm okay with that, but if I can reduce the cost and still get a level of quality, that's fantastic. And so even if you're from a warmer climate state and you're going on a trip and you need good hiking boots or a new winter coat or your first winter coat ever, I love this idea of thrifting it, but still getting a really quality product. And so Patagonia Worn Wear is gently worn, maybe even refurbished, specifically Patagonia brand products. And so it is run by Patagonia themselves. People will send back their, their old things. Patagonia will refurbish them and sell them at a steep discount. So if there is a particular outdoorsy attire that you are in need of, love this option first. And you can find some really great stuff. They also have a program where you can send in your old, if you happen to already own Patagonia stuff and you kind of want to exchange it, you can send in Patagonia stuff, get credits to be able to spend at their store, or you can just shop. Patagonia worn wear and get the things that you need that have been gently used at a discount. So love this one. Yeah, a lot of uh, quality brands do this. And we always promote quality over quantity. If you are buying, if you're spending more to buy something quality, you will spend less in the long term. But that high price tag can be a deterrent for a lot of people. So if there is something that you want, searching for something like Patagonia Warnware or refurbished fill in the blank brand, you can usually find the brands like it's going to typically be a separate website than their main website because they don't really want to push their refurbished stuff as much. Um, You may be able to find it like at the bottom of a website in the footer or something, but search for the brand like Yeti. Yeti does this with their coolers. You can get refurbished Yeti coolers, all kinds of things. And it's that good in-between of if you don't want to get it thrifted or used but you also want to save a little bit of money off of brand new, this is that really good middle point. Uh, So I would say just kind of if you're thinking of a, a good quality brand, Search that brand with maybe refurbished uh, and see if you can find that that company's program like this one. The next one for me is not actually on the list. I am adding it to the list because I think it should be here, but it's eBay. I You can get new and used stuff on eBay, and it is typically less expensive than Amazon and is just as reliable. Uh, eBay has been around for so long, and... I always have good experiences. Uh, We have sold on eBay, purchased on eBay, and I try to stick to used items on eBay, but I've definitely gotten new, new things on there too. But I will always check eBay first. If there's something I know I want, I'll search it. I'll find it on eBay first. Uh, if it's not exactly what I want, then I will go to Amazon. But more often than not, eBay will will have it. And you just have to double check to make sure that 
the shipping charge does not uh, make it more expensive than Amazon. That's kind of the most common problem I have is that I'll see that it's cheaper on eBay, but with shipping, it's a little, it's the same price or, or whatever. Uh, so, and then I just check the return policy. So yeah, but I always, I mean, always have a really good experience buying on eBay. Yeah, you've done really well with eBay. It has inspired me, not to the point of action, but it is, <laughs> it is in my mind more now to think, oh, well, mm-hmm. I wonder if I could sell this on eBay or, yeah, purchase on eBay. I know Eric has in the past. Well, people think uh, about getting scammed. He's used it for scammed. like auto parts and boat mm-hmm. parts, like those types of things where it's not glamorous. It's not something sexy that you're looking for, but yet to buy it new is so expensive that there are people parting out appliances, parts of mm-hmm. motors that eBay is really excellent for. Yeah. And and people think of getting scammed on eBay, but I have never been scammed on eBay, knock on wood, but I was recently scammed on Amazon. What? I purchased, yes, the big a? it was the main, mm-hmm, the big A. The yeah. big A did you dirty? I I mean, it wasn't the big A. It was a sub, like 80% of retailers Uh on Amazon are not Amazon. They're small, you know, business owners. Right. And, or bots. And so this was a bot that, that posted a, a something that was tagged on a main listing. So it was for a baby carrier that had like, 30,000 reviews. And I didn't really care about the color. So I just picked the least expensive one. And it ended up being from this seller that was not real. So it said that it had shipped the uh, baby carrier to me and that I should have received it, but I never did. Uh, So, and I kept emailing with them being like, please resend it, please resend it. It's not here. And looked at their reviews finally. And it had like three reviews and they were all one star saying they did the same thing. So Amazon gave me my money back as a credit, which I did, you know, use to buy a a baby carrier, the same one uh, from an act from actually like a shipped by Amazon. So that, I mean, it's on Amazon too. So eBay and sellers on eBay have been around a lot longer. And so it's much easier to identify good sellers on eBay than it is to identify bad sellers on Amazon. Nothing safe. But that's that's a benefit, though, of this big online store is that they will make it yeah. right then. Yes. Sometimes yeah. you run into these smaller things, smaller shops, mm-hmm. and it doesn't go yep. well and there's no guarantee. So that's the there's trade-offs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, the last one I'm going to choose on here is another one I've not heard of before, but sounds interesting. They hooked me in the description. It's called Omnia. It is, as this article describes, a Brooklyn, New York-based boutique and online thrift store that has made a name for itself by handpicking modern romantic clothing specifically chosen for metropolitan women. Now, I'm not entirely sure what a (laughs) metropolitan woman is, but it intrigues me. And so they I would like a shirt that says metropolitan woman. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't matter the style. And that's what I got from that. I don't know what it means. Yeah. 
They yeah. sell dresses <laughs> to jumpsuits, jewelry, shoes, belts. They've got sales where you can find things for under $50. And then it, it sounds like they even will partition things out per category, maybe for the year, if you're trying to find something for a specific holiday to wear. There you go. There's also a ton of options on this list that I didn't highlight because it doesn't appeal to me. But if you are a person <laughs> who loves luxury brands or name brands, I don't know, like Prada is that one. There's tons yeah. of online retailers selling gently used luxury brand bags and clothing. So mm -hmm. mo most of the ones on this list are that. So if that interests you, check out this article, which is linked in our show notes. Yeah. And, and we are not really like luxury brand people, but we are quality brand people. And sometimes so, they're not the same thing. And no, they are not. Uh, so I will give my last one is Poshmark. Uh, I love, so Poshmark is kind of like eBay for fashion, but you can also find some other things there. I have, when searching for types of like particular items, I will see that the item, because it's so particular, is posted both in Poshmark and eBay, same seller, less expensive on eBay. So like even with shipping and everything, just because they know their market know. on Poshmark. Yeah, but that's not always the case. Uh, so I love Poshmark, again, because it's like user generated. It's not big box. Uh, you're usually like, feel like you're helping other people. It's like other, uh, you know, girlies doing a closet clean out and they want to make a few bucks. They want to declutter and you are helping them with that. Obviously don't, buy something just to like help somebody you don't know in this case uh <laughs> this may not be this because sometimes they're just girlies out here flipping stuff that they found at a thrift yeah, store and right. making a job off of it which is totally fine but it's awesome yes it's not just them but, decluttering right right this is you're going for something specific and yeah i love poshmark for that uh it's going to be less expensive than like your thread ups or swap.com but yeah you can find those quality you can find the luxury too those ob obviously are on there but you're going to be able to find more of the quality brands that are not necessarily luxury on on Poshmark. So again, if you're looking, you know, like for a black dress for a date night, before you go straight to Amazon, try one of these other places real quick. Look at what they have. Spend 10 minutes checking out alternatives yes. before you go straight to the big A. <laughs> and you know what's a big B? <laughs> <laughs> that is really unspecific, but free. <laughs> the, the Bill, Bill of, of the Week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. 
Hi, John and Jill. My name is Elina. I live in Virginia. And my Bill of the Week actually covers next couple of decades. Today, I closed on my first house. I moved to the States uh, almost seven years ago. And four and a half years in, I got divorced and walked out with practically nothing. And here I am, two and a half years later, buying my first home. And I'm so excited about that. Also, today is February 22nd. February 21st, I turned 29. And I think it's the best gift I could possibly give myself for the last year of my 20s. All right. Thank you, Jen and Jill. Thank you for your podcast and the energy you give us, your listeners, every day. And I'm looking forward to hear the next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. Alina, thank you. I am so proud of you, girl. Just two and a half years to go through that and to be at your owning your own home and to just still be in your 20s doing Mm -hmm. all of this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Girl, thank you. What big moves. How exciting. You went through quite a big experience and transition and loss and overwhelm and Mm. then turned your situation around. I'm sure that wasn't easy, easily accomplished. I'm sure it took lots of hard work, but what a feat to be closing on your own house, to know that you accomplished this on your own and you did it before turning 30. I mean, who Mm. knows what's going to come in your 30s? Probably good things. That's what we're hoping for you. Thanks for sharing this amazing bill we're celebrating with you. If you all listening have accomplished some really incredible things, even in the midst of some difficulty and suffering, or if you just are a person named Bill, we got to have a if, bill. Seriously, There's... if your name is Bill, we'll jump you to the front of the list. Like you <laughs> yes. see, you obviously now know we are always six months behind on these bills. We play every single one of them. We, If your name is Bill, specifically Bill Curtis, we will jump you to the front of the <laughs> or list. Or Bill Nye the Science Guy. Either uh, one visit frugalfriendspodcast.com <laughs> slash Bill. Leave us a bill. A big B. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> Big B. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet.
finance smarter. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features, but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y.com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. And now it's time for the lightning Lightning round. The big LR. Everything's big today. (laughs) It's huge. I regret my decisions. (laughs) I don't. Made this morning. It has turned into a stunner. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So most recent Amazon purchase, because just because we're trying to buy less on Amazon doesn't mean we don't shop on it. And again, I did accidentally. I forgot to say the accident on that. I just said that I, I signed up for it. So the thing was, is that I didn't actually need the thing. Travis told me I needed it. So I bought it. And then 10 seconds later, as soon as I made the purchase, he's like, just kidding. That's the wrong thing. And so I canceled it. And now I still have the Amazon Prime. Okay. Well, just don't forget to cancel that before it starts charging you. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Jill, what's your most recent Amazon purchase? A children's book. You know me. Nobody is surprised. No one's surprised. Uh, For a friend's baby shower, we were giving books, like some of our favorite books, in lieu of a card, which is great for Mm. me because I don't like cards. I think they're pointless, especially purchasing. I mean, I'll write you a note, but it's not going to be on a $3.49 card. I think that's ludicrous. I think it's the biggest waste of money. I just think it's Boycott greeting cards. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of doing that, which is all just going to get thrown away and all of them are just going to say, congratulations. Ah, you're going to be great parents. Can't wait to watch you. Instead of that, it's children's (laughs) book. And then we write a little note to the child. And that's that. So it was an out-of-state baby shower. So Amazon was convenient in that situation Mm -hmm. to be able to send the book to the location where the baby shower is going to happen because I had limited packing space to buy it from a bookstore and bring it with me. So that was the reason for going that route. But I I don't shop on Amazon much, to be honest. Eric does, but I don't. Yeah. I definitely loved having Amazon for my like baby registry. It was yeah. very convenient uh, for that reason. And uh, yeah, that's fantastic. And it is convenient in renovations, like you've already mentioned. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes, you know, Amazon will have things that you can't even find at a Lowe's or Home Depot or that's, options yeah, that was for this. lighting and faucets and different things that you just can't 
fine, especially depending on your location. Not all of us have lighting outlets and plumbing outlets within a 10 mile radius. And mm-hmm. so having these options available is really nice, usually at a pretty inexpensive price. So yes, agreed. You remember at my baby shower, I don't remember if it was you or someone else was like, should I, should I write down what everybody's given you? So like you can write thank you cards. And I'm like, I am about to have a child and I'm not going to have time to write thank you cards. I loved that. You set a boundary. That was excellent. And everyone accepted it. I mean, who cares whether or not they accepted it, but you spoke it out to the entire crowd and set your boundary. And I loved that. That's not what I said to the entire crowd. What I said was, I love you all and I appreciate you just coming. And I'm so blessed by your gifts and that's my thank you to you. That's yeah. what I said. Something to that extent. And we essentially all insinuating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Someone didn't need to writing it down. Someone didn't need to write it down so that they weren't present in the moment, being able to enjoy conversation. Mm-hmm. You weren't pressured with writing notes and people weren't filled with anxiety waiting for your note to come in the mail. They all and then knew it what filled to with expect. anxiety, throwing it away or <laughs> yes. recycling it. Exactly. Because I that's what I do with cards is if I can recycle it, I recycle it. If I can't, I just throw it away. Yeah. I don't there are very them. few cards that I mm-hmm. keep and they are from Travis's grandparents who are 100 yes. years old. Uh, Much so. to our mother's chagrin. We do not hey, keep cards. Men. Yes. Yeah. My mom. OK, I'm, the, we'll tell you. We'll later. talk about this later. Okay. The last, so I'm not going to use this plumbing apparatus that I had to cancel 10 seconds after I purchased. That's not going to be mine. My most recent actual Amazon purchase was a dining bench. So we had our um, table that we got on Facebook Marketplace that Travis loves and I tolerate. And we have four chairs and we wanted to get a bench so that we'd have more seating because we're always pulling the office chair in whenever we have, you know, more than just four people. So finally got a dining bench, essentially a dining bench because little butts can sit. You can sit more than two on it because they're children. Not <laughs> little, little A's can adults. sit there. Little A's. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, so this, that's for them. And then the adults can have the chairs. So yes, that was my last Amazon purchase. Wow. And I'm happy with it. Well done. We're on the lookout for a dining bench, too, but hoping to find it at a thrift store or on Facebook Marketplace. Mm -hmm. We're holding out. It's been six months. We've been looking for uh, a dining table, like just a a table just to eat at. (laughs) We don't have that. We sit on our couch and stools to sit at our island. We don't have any of that. We we either stand or we sit on the couch. But you know what? It's worked. I wanted to go Facebook Marketplace because typically I get all my furniture there because it is just leaps and bounds better than anything you can buy online nowadays. And I just couldn't. But this bench was a very sturdy, solid wood bench. It's just unfinished. So I can Mm. stain it the same color as the table. Nice. So and it just happened to be on Amazon. I wasn't even looking for it on Amazon, but this is where it happened to be. 
That's cool. Well, yeah. thanks everyone for listening. We hope you found some tips here to either interrupt your impulse spending or find alternative ways to get what you need. We really, what what we enjoy is reading all of your kind reviews. We especially liked this one. This one comes from Merly Melcy, which is fun to say. Mm. And it says, love you guys. You've made topics I thought I could never understand accessible. You've made frugality, personal finance, and investing feel attainable. I enjoy you two so much. I love the banter and the thoughtfully given information. I can't say enough good things about this podcast. You have completely inspired me to take control of my finances, dot, 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 dot. And Jill's possessed voice <laughs> saying, lightning round is a highlight for every episode. You got it twice in this episode. Thanks to Merle Melcy. Thank you for clearly pouring out so much love and care into this podcast. Whoa, that was a lot to read. My heart is so full. Thank you for that kind of review. My heart has exploded. Yes. And you have literally made Jill's five years. Uh, <laughs> the next five years, we'll be running off of that compliment. You, she will be. Oh my gosh, the possessed voice. That's just, That's how you. That's it. Yeah, it is a, a highlight of your day, and it's it's a toleration of mine. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. I love it. I I love it. So thank you for listening, Marley Melcy, and thanks all of you uh, for for listening. And whether you leave a review or not, we hope that you feel like you can understand and access more of this stuff that has seemingly been gatekept, especially from women and the middle class. So uh, if you did enjoy this show, if you do enjoy Jill's possessed voice, uh, we would love for you to take a minute and leave a rating and review. It helps potential new listeners know what our show is all about. And if they don't like possession, then they're probably not going to like the lightning <laughs> round and we don't want them to waste their time with, yeah. with us if we're not their thing. If they're you know, more if, about exorcism then yeah. if they're not into metropolitan women, <laughs> yes. then we don't, you know, Basic we, we want them to find their thing. Yeah. Getting rid of the big A. Yeah. So it helps help other people know yeah. what they're getting into. Be, be a help. Yes. Or just sign up for the friend letter. Ah, see you next time. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. Okay. <laughs> Did you want to say more about your mom? Is this a safe space? <laughs> okay. What were we what were we talking about when I brought that up? Well, I said much to our mother's chagrin that we don't keep cards. Oh, okay. Here it is. So, and you were there um at my baby shower. Uh you hosted my baby shower, so you know this story, but I my mom had Kai pick out a card for me for my baby shower and she just let him pick out any card he wanted so i didn't know this and i am opening cards and maybe this is a good time to get a greeting card in this story i 
and we'll tell the story forever. But I'm opening, you know, happy baby shower. Yay, baby. Oh, so cute. And then I come to, I open this one. It says, sorry for your loss. No. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where a, I was for this part. Or maybe it wasn't sorry for your loss, but it was like, no, it was like a goodbye card. Okay, it had a cute puppy on it, and it said like "We'll miss you." That's what it was. And I was like, they would have, they would not put a cute puppy on a "Sorry for Your Loss" card. Um, we'll miss you. So there was a cute puppy, and it was like "We will miss you." And I'm like, what? Where am I going? And I open it up, and Kai has written his name in it. And it says something, you know, like, oh, we're, we're really going to miss you. Something like that. And I'm like, what? Where? Why is my son saying goodbye to me? <laughs> and I'm reading this card in front of everyone. And I'm so confused. But I'm I it was when it finally clicked and my mom was like, oh, yeah, he he would not get a baby shower card for you. This was the card he was going to get for you. So. Maybe that if you're forced to get a card for somebody, if they're going to read it in front of people, like a bridal shower or a baby shower, that's the time to get a card that just says something completely random and throws them completely off. That's so amazing. Because uh, that was funny. That was actually, that, yeah, that was good. That was a good yeah. mom story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good mom, grandmom story. I will also get, if I do, because I do like writing notes to people, and I will give thank you cards for various reasons, but thrift stores have cards and sometimes Mm -hmm. the best cards, like the most random, insane images on them. They are so good, Some of these vintage cards are like, what is happening here? And Mm. you can not only send a thank you, but you can send some humor with it too, because who really cares? Again, it's going to end up in the bin, recycling bin, trash Mm -hmm. bin, some sort of bin. And if you can... Send something that is reused, inexpensive, and brings joy from a thrift store. I love it. Yes. Even if that card has somebody else's name in it, like Love Love Mom or Love Miriam. <laughs> yes, sending a used card. Sending <laughs> yeah. a used card where you just like cross out their name and put yours. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually, oh my gosh, that you're saying this. My grandmother used to do that. No. She would send me the same birthday card year over year. This was like when we lived close by to one another. And she would take back the card knowing that this is just going to get thrown away otherwise. So she would take it back and keep writing the date in the upper left-hand corner that she would send it to me. There's one birthday card that I got like four years in a row. I'm like... Oh yeah. my gosh. And I call her Gimba. Yeah, Gimba. You grew up in the Great Depression. You know this is just a holder for the $5 you're going to give me. So yes. I I applauded it. I knew just what to do. She never licked the envelope <laughs> so that she could reuse the envelope, mm-hmm. put the card in there. And then I knew to give it right back to her. And she'd write the date on it again. So I know that I got that card for like Oh my four gosh. Or five God bless Gimba. Yes. God bless Gimba. I love her. She is like savage and she <laughs> gritty. 
<laughs> let's yeah, let's normalize uh, no cards or reusing cards that other yes. people have used. <laughs> Just take reuse it right back card. from them and yeah. hold on to it for next year. I love that idea. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, see ya. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 